motherfucker that only sleeps too It doesn't matter just what I do The more you wash up in the farther away it gets And I'm spending all my time thinking about this And now I'm writing it down Cause I'm hoping it'll stick Beautiful. I clapped. Did you clap? Yeah, we both clapped at what was technically the same time. So we we didn't hear it. Okay. (laughs) Good. That's good. That was the goal there. Yep. That's what we wanted. Do we do an intro? Um, maybe we can later, but let's just talk for now. Okay, cool. That sounds good. What were we talking about? We were talking about Gabby and Bonnie. Oh, yeah. I'm really excited to talk to them. Yeah. Um, I have met them in person, but, like, it was probably in 2016. It was the first time I went to Cake, and I was Mm -hmm. completely overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And I bought this, like, hand-dyed piece of art that's, like, I think print... I'm going to have to ask Gabby. I think it's, like, a a screen print that was then like hand dyed. Um, and it's like my favorite piece of art I own and there's no signature on it. (laughs) So like, I didn't know who made it for like a really, really long ass time. Um, and then like in probably like 2019 or so, I like befriended Bonnie on Twitter, I believe. And then, like, just through talking, uh, like, we did an art trade and stuff, and then I took a picture of Bonnie's piece on the wall, and they were like, oh, did you put it next to Gabby's on purpose? And I was like, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, um, and so I was, like, super thrilled to find out. Like, that's a, I that's finally a know. beautiful story. I was really, like, I was so happy about it. I I actually have a Bonnie Gabby story from that same cake. Yes. Um, let's hear it. Yeah, they were nice enough to come over um, and hang out at my Airbnb that I was sharing with a few people. And that was the first time I ever had Korean chicken wings because we ordered a bunch oh, of Korean cool. chicken wings, which are so good. Nice. And we watched Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it was really funny and fun. Um, that sounds lovely. Yeah, they're like, they're, I don't know, they're just like, I've known them since 2014, and I've just always had such fondness for the two of them. And Yeah. Yeah. And it's cool, because like, I don't know, everybody's different from what we were, (laughs) you know, (laughs) which is really fun. You know, like, I remember... Um, when I first met them, I was like, oh, I got to show you this animation that my husband did. Like, <laughs> things is different now. <laughs> Times have indeed changed. <laughs> we, we've all grown as people. Yeah. Um, Bonnie, Bonnie does so many good comics and I think we're gonna, you know, I think, I think we're probably gonna publish her. Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. You should. Yeah, I know. I mean, like, <laughs> I don't want to be like. Nothing has has been like set in stone yet, but like I'm very excited to do that. Oh yeah, that would be amazing. I uh, when, well, when I say the, we, I of um, course mean Disket Press. Correct, Disket, not not the podcast. We don't yeah. have a... <laughs> Duel of Roses. The the comic that Bonnie did. The backgrounds in that are like so incredible. Um, comic about like a card game. 
like dueling dueling people to save your friends, etc. It's very oh, good. I um I should read that. I haven't I actually haven't. Um I've seen like they sent me some like really just incredible like smut that they'd been working on and I just oof, it's so good. I mean it I think smut is a lot harder than people think it is. It's the hard it's incredibly hard. I can't do it. I don't know how it well, I do know how anyone does it, but like I'm not gonna clap, but like imagine I'm clapping. I just I don't want to. I don't want to blow out the mic. Yeah, also, no. it's, it's late, but like <laughs> rats, rats off to you, smut artists. Yeah, seriously, real, real heroes. And I think you must have seen the the plane drawings, the airplanes. <laughs> yeah, that Bonnie did. Those are amazing. Like now, when I look at airplanes, I'm like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> Thanks to Bonnie. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks Bonnie. Bonnie. Thank you. Thanks, Bonnie. <laughs> what have you been up to lately? Uh, being really depressed. Like, Oh, no. Yeah, it's okay, though. I think I'm kind of... I hate to say, like, oh, I'm on the other side of it, because um, that will never happen in my life, probably. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been feeling, like, total garbage. And, like, it's been really shitty, because, like, my roommates will like talk to me and then when I feel bad I'm always like are you insulting me right now with what you're saying even though it's not true you know what I mean Mm. like everything Mm. kind of just feels like a little bit pointed even though like now that I feel better I'm like oh no everything's fine (laughs) and I really hate that and also I just haven't wanted to do anything except play Mario Odyssey um one or two. What do you mean one or two? Never mind. I was <laughs> Super Mario Galaxy. <laughs> have you played so, Mario Odyssey? I mean, I, I have. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. You don't know about the secret second one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Fuck. Damn. I would. I would die if there was a secret second one. I would be. I'm so sorry. Happy. I didn't. Mean, I'm so sorry. It doesn't mean to like is... accidentally turn on a false light for you. Oh my god. What did? Uh, so you've played it. I have. Um, I never owned it. I think we rented it when it first came out, back when you could, like, go rent games. What? <laughs> we did that a lot. Jacob, Jacob, my partner, does that, or did that a lot in the before times. Wait, rent from where? You know, the DVD rental stores. <laughs> you mean family video, or what? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I, oh, man, I really... I wish there was a family video around here. I would be there all the time. I mean, not right now because quarantine, but there's um, uh, I know there's a family video on the west side, uh, or there was a family video. Oh my goodness, putting you in podcast jail. I know. I'm sorry. I thought it... <laughs> you even specifically said you turned your phone. I know. I turned it all the way down, and there it goes. I guess that that's them office. Yep, that's them officers. Get them. Yep. Okay. That's they're here. I'm going away now. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> There's a you know how when they build like a very specific building shape? Yes. And no matter what they put in it, it's always just like the corpse of a Pizza Hut or whatever. Bill Naps. I remember I remember when Bill Naps went out of business and like Bill Naps always kind of looked like a house. Did you ever go to Bill mm-hmm. Naps? I don't think so. It was like a really, really good Midwest restaurant for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, they made everything from scratch. That was like their big thing. 
And then mm. some sort of like venture capitalist got a hold of it and of course like turned everything Painted into garbage. It, like, white and charcoal. <laughs> yeah, turned everything into garbage and um it went out of business so fast. But the the, the buildings look like little houses kind of and there was like there was one in Holland. I'll, I'll always remember it became like a sewing center or something like that. <laughs> I've seen banks turn into churches. Oh yeah, that's a that's a common one. That's so weird. There's an empty family video on the west side that has turned into a Dollar General, and it makes me laugh so hard every time I drive past it. There's just something like really really weird about seeing like that building shape with the DVD slot, and then yes. you just like see a like a very tall shelf with cereal and toilet paper <laughs> on the inside. <laughs> That is such a weird, like, reappropriation because, it, like, family videos are not as big as Dollar Generals, typically. No, not, and, not even close. And when you say, and I mean, when you say distinct building shape, I feel like we need to explain it's to It's like you. a, like a short, squat, green, kind of steeple shape, and they all have this, like, glass- Pillar. Glass pillar. Glass pillar. Yeah, at the very front in the middle. Yeah. With like a roof that's like points to the to the glass pillar. It's iconic. Like three quarter window walls all the way around the side. So you can like definitely, you could like, the you know how movie shelves are not the same. Hi, Gravy. Gravy just jumped up. No, they're not. Um, they're definitely not. They're not the same height as grocery shelves. And I feel like you could always see the movies from outside. Like you could, you even if you didn't get that it was a video store from the name Family Video, you could see in there those short shelves, short shelves, and be like, "This is where the movies are at." Yeah, and now, now it's just serious. Also, this one had one of those like adult DVD corrals in the back with like <laughs> with like the Western style saloon doors. Oh. Those are usually, I mean, the, okay, the family videos in Holland all had the adult section, which is what the saloon doors were for. I remember on my friend Elizabeth's 18th birthday, we met at this Mexican restaurant to like celebrate and there was a family video across the street and I like forced her to go into the the adult (laughs) section. I was like, tell me what's in there. (laughs) She was older than me and she did not want to go. Um, it's not as exciting <laughs> as uh, <laughs> cartoons and TV led me to believe. Yeah. I remember kids' movies are free at Family Video. Mm-hmm. And, and they are sun bleached. Yes, sun bleached <laughs> is what I was going to say. They are like. <laughs> you could never tell what the movie was. <laughs> no, all of the movie covers are at like 10% opacity. Yeah, from sitting in the sun. They have never been rented. Um, they are always sitting there. <laughs> there are no shades in family video. God, I miss that place so much. I, I think one of the last space. One of the last place, times I went to a family video, I was trying to get um, No Country for Old Men, and mm-hmm. it had like it had only come out like six months earlier, and it was also like best picture and best all this other shit. <laughs> They're like never heard of it. <laughs> well, I was like, where uh, do you have No Country for Old Men? And they were like, well, someone stole our copy. And I was like, you didn't get a second one? <laughs> like, <laughs> they were 
basically like, that's it for us, and no question for old men. Someone took it. The end. <laughs> the end. It's gone. It's like, this really is no country for old men. Um, oh, man. <laughs> sorry, I just think about family video so often. Something I've seen a lot with family video um, these days is uh, they sell CBD now. <laughs> They're like big on the CBD thing. <laughs> I feel like I at least the one there was one near me, I believe it was the one that um is now a family dollar. And it was like for a month or two, what would become the C B D counter was like a cell phone store inside the D V D store. Ah, uh, yes, of course. And yeah, and then I guess that didn't it wasn't even I like I could not name the brand. It was like a f- some fifth party cell phone company like prepaid phones in the back thing and then yeah the next time i drove past they're like okay screw that (laughs) we're doing cbd now (laughs) yeah there was um there was like a tabletop games store downtown ann arbor for a while um that like as they were going out of business we're like we also do cell phone repair (laughs) (laughs) and now they're gone r.i.p get your game on yeah, I don't, I don't, I do, I guess you like maybe don't need a license to sell CBD products or something like that because it seems like. I see it at like liquor stores and shit. I've actually bought CBD like blunts before and um, I don't know, it's a fucking scam. I just <laughs> like, maybe it does some stuff for others, but for me it was just like, well, I like to smoke things. <laughs> That's nice enough. The new computer I got, by the way, mm-hmm. did I tell you it's um, it's got that little red dot in the middle of the keyboard? Yeah, you did tell me you were really excited about the nubbin. Yeah, the my computer with a clit. It's just <laughs> how's it been? It's been really good. It's 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 a lovely ThinkPad. It it doesn't seem as though ThinkPads have changed since their initial run in the nineties because like. The logo is exactly the same. The placement mm-hmm. of the logo is exactly the same, and it's hideous. It's just like kind of in the corner and crooked. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Back back when like the thing was like, oh, logo, turn it at a forty five <laughs> degree angle. Right. Yeah. Like back when yeah, logos, baby. Like, back when logos had to be made like by hand and stuff, and it's just like you couldn't do all that much. No. <laughs> like everything had to really... be straight lines. <laughs> <laughs> turning it was the best you could do yeah man i'm just i i, I i'm doing a hot goog of the thing you got a hot I'm goog looking at it. i need show me the logo show me the logo for thinking oh about yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah mm-hmm. little red dot um mm-hmm. little red dot like, on the, it, on the top what we're known for on the top the the dot in the logo like glows red like it's breathing mm. it's I'm nice that. i haven't i haven't really run anything on it yet except for magic the gathering arena and notepad how has magic the gathering been i actually got too depressed to play it for a while there uh like <laughs> i feel like, like that's part of the classic magic the gathering journey <laughs> i like I I was so depressed. I was like playing Mario Odyssey pretty much exclusively, not doing anything else. 
And when I got to like 700 moons or whatever, things like moons get like harder to get. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, dang, I guess I'll take a break. There was this thought in my mind where I'm like, back to the real work, playing Magic the Gathering. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Mario Odyssey is a one brain cell activity. Uh, Magic mm-hmm. Gathering is a two brain cell activity. You have to read stuff. Oof. I I know what you mean. There are some games where I'm just like I can't zone out while I'm playing this. Yes, exactly. Oh, that, that was my big problem with Magic the Gathering in the first place. But gravy, gravy. I'm podcasting. Stop. <laughs> Whatever you're doing, do it later. Knock it the fuck off. What are you eating? Hold on. I gotta investigate this. It was like a comically oversized rubber band um, that was half pinned under a box full of glass jars. So yeah, I'm glad I addressed that. Yeah, um, that sounds a like Rube, something a cat would Rube love. Goldberg machine for uh, bad podcasting audio. <laughs> One time in college, I had to make a musical instrument. And I got a file cabinet and I filled each drawer with a different number of glass jars. And that was, that was the whole thing. That's, I love that actually. Yeah. I don't think I got a good grade. That blows. Was it, it was an art project. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) obviously. (laughs) I mean, no, I I was like, I didn't get any good grades in college. (laughs) Uh, how, how have you been? Um, I've been very busy with, uh, the other two spheres of my life, which is my freelance slash shop, um, and my day job, uh, <laughs> but it's been really good. I got a label printer, which, uh, I don't know how to explain it, but I, it was like one of those, I guess like life goals. <laughs> do you mean like do you mean like a a mail label like a postage printer yeah like a shipping yeah for oh my god that's like life-changing though seriously yes yeah okay good you get it um (laughs) yeah like i mean we have one for diskette and like i was never the one printing the labels or anything but we used to just like print them on sticker sheets or something like that that's also what i was doing Getting a label printer is just like, oh, it's like all pre-cut and you just yep. slap it on and it looks so profesh. And it's, it's thermal. So you don't have to put tape. You've, in fact, you cannot put tape on it. <laughs> if you put tape on it, it will kill the label and turn the corpse invisible. <laughs> turn the corpse invisible. <laughs> I just, yeah. It was one of those things that I, I saw as like a little personal pathway like a a hurdle to success not a hurdle what's i why can't i why can't i use my brain because the sun went down two hours ago and (laughs) yeah you're right (laughs) i got the night dummies the night dummies i just like it was something that i like envisioned in the future like oh a successful small business owner would but, but like an imaginary thing I wanted to determine my own personal success by. An aspiration. That's the word. But, like, it, it feels naughty to want things anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Actually, 
I feel I feel like sort of the opposite where I'm like this is the time to want things in in a way like I mean I have as little money as anyone else and uh I bought I bought myself a television mm. for my bedroom uh what so size? I, uh it's pretty small it's like 30 inches or so it's like perfect. I love I love those tiny TVs I used to have one and I got rid of it because I was like I don't when my partner and I moved in together, we had what felt like a too many TV situation. <laughs> and yeah, I got rid of my small one and I regret it every day of my life. I I mean, it's not a CRT or anything. It's like a flat screen and it's a smart TV. Do you know how cheap TVs are? They are so yeah. fucking cheap. The little, the little ones that connect to the internet, it's like you could get four TVs instead of a phone. It's yeah. Really- I, like, really wild. Yeah, seriously, it's so much cheaper than a phone. And it's, like, cheaper than any game system. I don't know, but mm-hmm. it's... I'm, like, staring at it right now, like, lovingly, because I just... I love my television. I love having a TV in my room. It's so Have cool. you put stickers on it yet? No. No? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I'm a grown-up. <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm just kidding i am um, i'm actually i don't have any stickers right now because there were no comics festivals this year <laughs> all right you didn't have to like be that mean well i just pretty <laughs> get down you know, uh, that one like personally hurt uh-huh I'm sorry. Very sad. It's okay. It's it is painful though. It sucks so it bad. It is. God. Oh man. Just yeah. Like last about... year, I was like at Cala. Cala fucking rules. Um. Yeah. Oof. Those were the days. Well, I th- I guess the pandemic is my fault because I got into cake and then they were like, <laughs> we gotta we gotta find a way to postpone this indefinitely. <laughs> Pandemic is absolutely your fault, just like Donald yeah. Trump's election. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I shouldn't have done that spell. I, know, I remember you saying that. I'll never forget that. And, and I've told every single person I know whose fault it is. They all know <laughs> it was you. Oh, God damn it. Damn. No, my secret. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry. Congratulations on that label printer, though. Seriously. Thank I you. I, I understand. Like, how good that can feel. Uh, every, yeah, I smile so hard. Like, just a big dopey grin every time it prints a label. And I'm like, label printer does go burr. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. It's um, it's okay to want objects and to love objects. Like, be like, what else are you going to do? <laughs> I just... It helps me. It helps me get the things to the people faster. Yeah, doesn't take me like an extra twenty minutes to cut something down and tape it over. Oh, can I tell you? This is so weird. I realized that I accidentally bought like the noisiest fucking tape. <laughs> like what? Um, what? So uh, you know how we were talking about tape and labels. Mm-hmm. So like I've got I got one of those like big heavy bottom. Uh, tape dispensers. Yes, I love those. Yeah, me too. I am. Uh, yeah, they're they're sweet. Ugh, so good. Um, and I had some clear tape in it for a while that I would just use for my labels, and it was the quote unquote moving tape. Ah, you know, as they, opposed to packing. Tra- 
Yeah, or shipping. They try and sell you different tape flavors. And I was like, Psh, who cares? Buy Must what's be the on same. sale. Yeah. It's not. It's freaking not. I felt like every single time I pulled a strip of tape off of this roll, like I was dropping 20 egg cartons down the steps. Like it was just like a... <laughs> it was so goddamn loud. Like house shakingly loud. I felt just like miserable. That's so funny. It felt like a like don't wake daddy every time I had to pull a piece of tape. <laughs> and I finally ran out because I had I had bought like a three pack or something. And so I had this cursed tape for like way too long. I finally ran out. And then this time I was like, hmm, I will buy the shipping tape. And it's just it's like whisper soft. It's like, oh, you're shipping a package. Aha, a tape for you. That's a, so like that is, that's genuinely very strange. Do you remember when Sun Chips put out their postable bag? <laughs> it was so loud. People were so, so bad at how loud it was. <laughs> we should have known. We should have known then when the Sun Chips bag came out. The recycle the one hundred percent recyclable sun chips bag came out and the people rebelled. We should have known that masks would never go down well. Yeah. <laughs> like it wasn't just recyclable, percentage. it was compostable. It was like Oh yeah, this, that's just, what it was. I remember the commercial was like just like the bag underground, like disintegrating. <laughs> oh, sounded like sounded like plate glass shattering every time <laughs> trying to get a <laughs> Someone just, someone chewing on plate glass. <laughs> <laughs> now I want sun chips. Damn. I have a bunch of sun chips. Urgh, I don't have any chips. I have a ton of sun chips and I don't even like sun chips. Why was? Oh, God. Sorry. I mean, they're my roommates. They're not necessarily mine. They're um, not your sun chips. I'm holding, right now I'm just like fiddling with my little Bakugo figurine. Do you love him? I love him so much. <laughs> I'm playing with a piece of string. Do you love it? <laughs> yeah, like, I really like this kind of string. Like, I'm very partial to this particular variety of cord. It's like the good braided <laughs> cotton that's round. <laughs> it's not too scratchy. Um, this is Tapey Stringy, a new podcast <laughs> from, from the Orange Grove. <laughs> Which tapes are good? Which strings are good? <laughs> Look, I have opinions on these things. Yeah. Oh, I got some... I do have a gender thing. Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> For our gender podcast about gender. Right, 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 that thing. I was doing a video call with my mom, and we were both just, like, hanging out and drawing together and talking. It was very nice. <laughs> that's that's um, nice. It, it was really nice. My parents both recently got iPads, and I've been getting Procreate questions at, like, <gasps> six in the morning. <laughs> it's kind of great. Um, I taught them both how to use VizRef as well. It's been fun. Whatever that is. Oh, Casey, do you not know about VizRef? Uh, is it references? Visual yeah, references? It's, yes, it's a really good um, app for just, like, putting a bunch of pictures 
uh, on the other side of your screen for when you're drawn. Mm. So you don't have to like keep dropping them into Procreate to look at since you can't like hang them off the edge of the artboard. Right. I rarely use a reference for anything. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying that as like a brag. I'm just lazy. Like I'm I justify it to myself by saying like, well, cartoon is really like one's personal impression of something. <laughs> And that's why you won't see me Googling the word dog when I need to look at a dog. I'll just try a really bad dog. <laughs> oh my god. I, um, I just don't have the attention span for references. <laughs> well, some of us have to draw portrait commissions sometimes, so... Ugh, man. Anyway, I was uh, FaceTiming with my mom, and she asked me when I realized I was non-binary. <laughs> Wow. Uh, yeah. Um, Validating. I was, like, I was like, well, it wasn't a specific, like, moment. It was, like, a culmination of a lot of things in my life and a lifelong feeling, you know? And just, it was, like, really interesting to talk with her about. And she also was, like, <laughs> asking how to talk about me to her friends or, like, other people. Because she doesn't want to call me her kid, because she thinks that sounds too um, childish. Mm -hmm. Which, like, you know, valid. I'm an adult. But there's really, after, like, days of thinking about it, there's really not a better word than, like, kid or child for us with, using the you know, primarily using the English language. Like, I can't come up with anything better. Yeah. Um, I, me neither. I posted it in the non-binary Reddit, and... Honestly, a lot of the people in there have, like, a kind of similar sense of humor, and I got a lot of crotch goblin responses <laughs> and spawn, even though in, in my post I was specifically, like, this an older Christian woman. She is not going to call me crotch, crotch, goblin. crotch goblin. I don't want to be called that, frankly. She's an older Christian woman. She's not going to call me crotch goblin. <laughs> She's not. Yeah, um... Oh, I heard a really bad one once. Um, mm. Not a not a kid, not like a child term, but mm. um, for a non-binary aunt or uncle. I feel like um, I already know what you're going to say. You you know what I'm going to say? I'm <laughs> to say it. Rent sib. Oh no! Yeah. Like parent sibling rent sib. I hate that. I hate it. Huh? I'm not. I mean, I'm not protective of the English language or any other language. Like. I'm not like Ugh, how disgusting, but uh, no, that, I I just got I just had the the absolute joy of hearing a brand new arrangement of letters for the first time. Right. It has, it's been that's... a it's been a while since that <laughs> happened. <laughs> yeah, but I uh, that's too goofy for me. It's also just like hard to say. I don't like that one. What was the one that you were thinking of? I thought you were gonna drop um, nibbling on me, which I just what the fuck is that. <laughs> I think it's oh non-binary sibling oh yeah nibbling that's terrible I don't I it's completely valid if you use it you're valid but, <laughs> but I, I don't I would not I care for it and I don't think I have to explain why I don't like it I think it's really good. I don't it's it's a chewy sounding word and I can't I don't I don't care for it I wouldn't use the word nibble even I don't like hearing that word frankly nibble. Far too close. <laughs> it's very close to nipple, which is a great word, but also... Uh, it's really interesting how 
you just flip two of those letters upside down and it it becomes <laughs> miserable or pleasurable. It's really so Yeah, language is amazing. Language is just wild. Um but yeah, so I couldn't come up with anything for my mother other than being like, yes, I have an only child. They are 29 or they are non-binary. That was about all I could. It <laughs> was the best of my research. Her progeny? Progeny, maybe? No. I uh, See, if I can't pronounce it, I don't want to tell her to tell other people that. <laughs> I feel like she should just be like, yes, and then just like not give further information. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I don't want to be referred to in any way, so <laughs> do not acknowledge me. This is not a problem that I'm planning on having. Um, plus, I like haven't come out to my parents in any in, a, in any official capacity, although I think they've kind of figured it out in a way. Mm. That is one way of doing it. Yeah, just you just of- keep not talking about it forever until you die. <laughs> it's I I don't know I have um. I feel like I'm luckier than a lot of people when it comes to parents because my parents are at least like, I mean, they're neoliberal and whatever, but they're like at least Democrats, I guess. (laughs) 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 But uh, I also just don't like to tell them stuff. Yeah. In general, like getting divorced was bad enough. Mm, (laughs) It was like hard enough to explain. Um, Rain. Casey. When... This pandemic is over. What are you looking forward to most? Cake. Yeah. Going to going to Chicago Alternative Comic Expo when I can, whenever it's back on, mm-hmm. which will probably probably be like 2022 or something. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's just yeah, I think zine festivals and um I really want to go to a show. <laughs> I was talking about this with some friends the other day but like i really want to go dance with my friends super bad oh yeah oh my god (laughs) i want to put on like a wild outfit and just well i say wild outfit but like i know it's gonna be the my mustard jumpsuit (laughs) i know that (laughs) it's not gonna be wild it's gonna be that jumpsuit um yeah and i just want to want to just go get wild on the dance floor with my friends and listen to music and I want to be near another human being and not have a panic attack. (laughs) Yeah. I, I miss dancing a whole lot. It's weird because I definitely went to a dance club in the year 2020. Isn't that wild to think about? It is really wild. It was like, I went to the movies and brunch in February of 2020. Yeah. Like like it was January or February. I went to Necto, which is like, Mm, yeah, a word I haven't heard in almost a year. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. Uh, Necto. um, The last time I was. The Goth Club. The Goth Club. Well, it's not always the Goth Club. It's the Goth Club (laughs) on Mondays. But um, (laughs) this is the conclusion I've come to about Necto. If you've ever wanted to go dancing in the waiting room from Beetlejuice, that's Necto. <laughs> I you know do. What I, mean? I do. You know what I mean? It's kind I of do like want to do that. It's like sort of filthy. People seem dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's sort of like a mist in the air. It really does feel that way, which I love. I uh, love Beetlejuice. Have you listened to the Beetlejuice musical? No, that sounds awful. No, it's really good. I it's doubt really it. Good. I doubt it. 
<laughs> no, it's really good. I did not know it existed. How, how'd you manage to dodge it? How'd you avoid that? I don't go on the internet. Mostly. Well, that explains it. Uh, I don't like it there. <laughs> the internet is a fucking sandstorm. I, I don't know what to do with it. It's just like, it's, uh, a book man. is hard enough. Uh, <laughs> it's really good. I enjoy it a lot. If I guess it, are you a musicals person? I can like- be. I mean, I love Jesus Christ Superstar, like genuinely. And I love. I've never seen it. I love Fiddler on the Roof. Pirates of Penzance can suck a dick. <laughs> I wait, wait, do I like it? I've just I have seen Jesus Christ Superstar live like four times. Mm-hmm. It's just like something my family does. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the music is awesome, and I can't really think of a musical that I like besides that one. And Fiddler mm. and They're on the Roof is so good. You know what I've been thinking about lately? What? Every once in a while. Dr. Horrible. Whoa! <laughs> I know, right? Remember? It <laughs> feels like a oh, lifetime ago. That feels so long ago. I loved that when it came out. <laughs> I did, too. <laughs> I, like, wow. watched it, like, four times. <laughs> I watched it a lot. <laughs> I'm, and I, oh, I'm so afraid to look up when that came out. My guess is 2013. Ooh. It came out during the writer's, the writer's strike. strike. Yeah, so 2009? Was that 2009? That sounds too early. 2010? Oh, anyways, I totally had a Captain Hammer shirt. God, 2008. Oh, that was close. Man. Do you remember 2008? Even earlier. Oh, yeah, I wish I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I kind of wish I didn't remember anything. 2000, 2008 and 2009 were some very, very rough years for me. <laughs> yeah, same, same. I think, like, after 2008 and 2009, I was like, I'm just gonna get married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm just gonna destroy myself. I was like, I'm just, I don't, I don't want to do anything. I guess I'll get married. Oh, I made that tweet yesterday about how all I do is draw jerk off and watch anime. Mm-hmm. Which is exactly what I was doing 20 years ago at age 12. Um, <laughs> and you responded by saying, like, all those things are better now, though, right? I but made a real assumption. That's a real assumption, because I'm still watching Yu-Gi-Oh! And, <laughs> and jerking off has gotten so much worse. I'm on so much antidepressants. <laughs> like, oh. I just, like, I was, I didn't realize that, like, two of those things had actually gotten like one stayed the same one got much worse but i'm amazing at drawing i guess probably because i yeah. have more time because i don't i probably shouldn't have assumed that three out of three had improved <laughs> that was like too aspirational of me to think yeah 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 well the drawing is better probably because like i don't have uh, all my time is so free from not jerking off <laughs> <laughs> and you've already seen all the good anime, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you watched Yu-Gi-Oh? Um, not all of it, but I've definitely seen some of it. I actually really like it. I always kind of like had this impression that it was just selling cards, right? Which mm-hmm. it certainly is, but <laughs> s- s- you know, every single episode is like, 
You think you're gonna destroy my monster, but I'm actually gonna activate this trap card. And everyone's always like, Hell yeah. Hell oh yeah. my god. Like, they're always surprised, even though it happens in every single match. But somehow, I'm always like, what's gonna happen? You know, like... <laughs> That's that's how anime gets you. Yeah, absolutely. It's like you know- it's really really good at that is what I'm saying. And I also love the character designs. They're so wacky. Like I They're love very Yugi. pointy. Yugi has such like I love that Yugi has that fucking insane hair that is so like How's he lay down at night? Uh he doesn't. Um <laughs> He sleeps hanging from the rafters at, like a bat. Yes, at night the pharaoh takes over his body and takes takes Yugi downtown. Um, <laughs> to the Necto. To the Necto, yes. Oh my god, now I want to make a Yu-Gi-Oh costume. But, um... Do it, do it, do it. His hair is so just, like, something that I would have done to, a, like, an original character as a kid. You know, like... Mm-hmm. red and black and spiky but with weird blonde bangs and some of them are kind of like sticking up some of them are it, like it's just a crazy hairstyle but i love that his grandfather has the same one except it's all gray <laughs> mm-hmm. that's how you know they're related <laughs> yes exactly exactly that's how He's you know like, he was also important once. they all have like the, the same absurd like collection of cowlicks <laughs> <laughs> I also, like, sometimes when I look at Yu-Gi-Oh, I'm like, is this where my art came from? Because some <laughs> of the faces are just like... Are you my mother? Yeah, like, are you my mother? <laughs> and it is true that, like, one of the first comics I ever drew was a Yu-Gi-Oh fan comic. Oh. Yeah. It was me and my best friend living um, with... We were living together and having sex with all the characters from Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> Oh yeah, makes sense. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, I think my does. my first comic was a a Zelda fan comic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, just double self inserts. So good. Oh, self inserts. I peaked. Never made anything better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, probably. Definitely. <laughs> Do you ever think about things that you made that you didn't realize were trans, but are are just very, very trans. Hmm. I didn't make like a bunch of super trans art when I was younger. It was mostly just like a you know cry for help art. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> like not specifically gender related. Mm-hmm. But I did make specifically like a gender feeling comic in like 2014 or so that I found recently. You're the worst queer, you know. Yeah, whoa, damn. Yeah, yeah, I had that. Yeah, and I I just reread that recently, and I had, like, forgotten about it, and I felt so content and safe in my growth from then. Aw. And I was like, this is awesome. This no longer applies. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's wild. I mean, when I go back and read Lazy, I feel insane. (laughs) Oh, I bet. Um, I think, is it weird? to think that i think about you thinking about that comic very frequently what um specifically <laughs> because of the nipple hair comic you drew oh yeah it makes me think about you almost every morning <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I 
almost asked why, but I figured it out. Context yeah, yeah, I'm s- proud of you. Um, that was a popular yeah. one amongst amongst many of my friends. I don't I don't think about that one very often because like it's because I can hear you saying it, and so like I just have a another little... day, another long dark nipple hair. Exactly that. Yeah, that's that's all you need to know. That's the comic, and I just think about it every morning <laughs> when I get dressed. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then I, I think about that comic, and I think about, I'm like, damn, I love that comic. And then I think about Lazy, and I'm like, I wonder how Casey feels about that book. And then I go, oh shit, I'm late for work again. <laughs> yeah, um, that comic is at the local library. Like, you can get it from the local library. Mm-hmm. And I had a friend take it out recently, and they were like, look what I got. And did you, like, catch fire instantly? No, no. I was just like, whoa, that's crazy. It's a beautiful, <laughs> it's a beautiful little book. It is. Like, I'm I'm really proud of it uh, in a lot of ways. But the intro and the, like, dedication in the back are so, like, and Carter pointed this out. They're just, like, so self-hating. They're just, like. Oh, yeah. They're extremely self-hating. It's just, like, the idea that someone would want to engage with my work. I felt like I had to apologize to them all the time, mm-hmm. just just for like, like oh, I'm sorry if you don't like this book. I'm sorry, and um, I'm not very funny. Uh, like <laughs> the intro and the outro were both just like so, too, like too grateful. <laughs> mm. It's a good. It's still a good book, though. I mean, it's a good looking book. Um, it's a lot of like, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of husband content. <laughs> there are some good drawings of Midge. R.I.P. Oh, um, bitch. Yeah. Such a good cat. I know. She was the Such best. A, she was the best little stink mouth, tongue hanging out. Mm-hmm. Baby. Eating eggs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I miss having a cat. Is one, is one of your roommates allergic to cats? No, we just can't have one. Like, the building. Plus, like, I don't know where we would put a litter box. We like don't have nearly as nearly as much room as you do. Um, All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh no no no! <laughs> like it's a pretty big apartment. There's just like no place for a litter box. Mm-hmm. I feel like I had gender stuff to report. I know that you texted me about uh, your father getting to the the, <laughs> the the episode of Star Trek with Blue in it. Yes, yeah. My, I mean, that is why I feel like maybe they know. You know, like, my dad texted me and was like, oh my gosh, there was a non-binary person named Blue Del Barrio and, and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, I heard a about wink. it. Uh. <laughs> and actually, my dad has, like, corrected my mom before, uh, re- referring to, like, not me, but other non-binary people. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's retired, so, like, I mm-hmm. kind of think... He has time to like think about stuff or something. <laughs> He's like, hmm, transness, what's that? He's That's, kind of just I love that. He might be just like educating himself. That's sort of his style. That would be great. Yeah. He's an okay dad. <laughs> gender. 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 I don't know what to say except I love being non-binary. Me too. Damn. Mm-hmm. Makes me, I like, I was just thinking about how I used to have to shower every day. And not only that, I had to shower in the morning. Like, 
You bring this up a lot about oh, how have uh, I? it has released you to be stinky. Oh, shit. Okay. I guess I'm really obsessed with that then. <laughs> you are. I just, I want to, I want to talk about it more. I, I just, just think it's really interesting. I, I mean, it's not even like, oh, I'm a boy, so I'm stinky. It's more like, I just, I don't know. I, there was like this sort of perfectionism that came with trying to be cis, I feel like, where, mm-hmm. I don't know, when I looked in the mirror, I was like gotta be clean because girls are clean i don't know that- i wonder if it's because there's no like societal uh image of what like a correct uh desirable non-binary person looks like so you don't have like anything in the mirror to compare yourself to there's also just having more comfort with like one's body and like the things it naturally does mm, yes yes mm, yes I don't have much else to say except I've been making lots of rice balls. Ooh, have you ever really had? Good. Have you ever had onigiri? Yes, I used to make them um, back in high school. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I'm going to say about of that. Of course! Oh my god, they're so good. They're really good. Oh, Just keeping, I want some. Keeping our house. What open. are you putting in them? Well, we've got this. I mean, EJ was the uh, Prometheus of onigiri in this household of course so credit to them um they bought like a little mold and they there's this seasoning called furikake and it's got a little bit of seaweed and sesame seeds salt and sugar and like just put a ton of that and mix it with the rice of course you have to use sushi rice Mm -hmm. which you can buy at costco in humongous (laughs) bags and that rules then the filling like today I did avocado. It's usually avocado or um, mm. like a little bit of tuna salad. Oh, and I was then, just about to ask if you ever do tuna onigiri. That's my fave. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So oh, good. Oh, God. You're like, I'm drooling a little. Thank <laughs> Well, the next time we can see each other in person, I will give you onigiri. And then I like to wrap them all the way in seaweed because it just like, it feels so good to like bite into them that way because there's just like this kind of casing i don't know it's like i can't um like, like a good hot bite dog through i can't bite through nori why not i don't know i have i have teeth like a little foot i mean it gets like soft just, when it's i guess it's, it's <laughs> i've always had trouble like tearing through that did you say you have teeth like little foot yes ah that's such a good that's such a good analogy <laughs> i like completely Thanks. understand <laughs> They're just, like, not good for leaf cutting. Um, They're just, like, very flat, which I guess is maybe what some scientists might call specifically designed for leaf cutting. But I'm here to tell you, it's not working out so hot. Yeah, who who can trust scientists anyways? (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Um, I have been working on my comic, speaking of trans things, I've been working on my comic, which is called Body Seed. I have been just writing it, like, one chapter at a time, so it's kind of just, like, going wherever. Mm -hmm. This new chapter I'm writing is, like, it's just really, it's, like, real trans, real horny, kind of scary. Um, I don't want to say more than that. Okay. Because it it would be spoilers, but... Excited uh, to read. Yeah. It's it's so, like, fun to work on, because it's sort of, like, it's sci-fi, and it takes place in in a world where like kind of you know things are just kind of implicitly gender fluid mm-hmm. 
it's like not really brought to attention or anything like that. But it's just so fun because it's like, I think when you, <laughs> I don't know, maybe I'm going to say something dumb here, but like <laughs> trans characters, A, make so much sense to me and also are just fun to draw <laughs> and like it just more interesting and i don't know i don't think i could write at this point i don't think i could write a story like about all cis people mm -hmm. it would just feel so phony it would be yeah i was just about to say it would be unrealistic <laughs> yeah hmm. uh, should, should we wrap up yeah i i feel like i need to go eat something or i'm gonna cry same like, I just, I'm not hungry. I would just have to put something in my mouth. Yes. Okay. Yes. I, I understand. Um, you sounded great. Good. The nubbin computer is clearly doing its job. Mm -hmm. So assuming that these files don't go into the void, it's been very good catching up with you. Yeah, same, same. Um, it is so dark out. <laughs> it's, um... Midnight 500 outside yes. the clock. Ta talking to other people feels so weirdly, like, survivalist right now. Like, <laughs> where I'm just, like, sending missives across the ocean. I feel like I have a flashlight on under a sheet. Yes, yeah. And, and, like, yeah, like, and we're talking, we're talking over, like, a radio. Um, it feels kind of old-fashioned. Like, I'm in a lighthouse <laughs> or something. Yeah, I only have, like, one little tiny light on right now. I'm basically sitting in the dark, and it's super dark out. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> well. This has been They Them Theirs, a non-binary monthly discussion podcast. My name is Rain. My pronouns are they, them. Um, my name is Casey. My pronouns are they, them. Thanks for joining us. Yes. And we'll... Talk to you again soon. Very soon. Bye. Hey there, I'm Marn, and I've got a new podcast right here on the Orange Groves Network. Every other Thursday on Dead Letter Society, I'm going to invite a friend into my library of terror to discuss a piece of horror fiction. We'll tackle topics like, why does Stephen King like evil clowns so much? Why is Ikea so inherently scary? And why don't young adult publishers like the horror genre? You can even read along with us week to week and weigh in with your own opinions on the Orange Groves Discord. So check out Dead Letter Society, a horror book club podcast, on the Orange Groves Network website or your podcast provider of choice.